Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Jog Talk Podcast with Ty and Cricket. Hey! We're here yet again, episode 28. I can't believe it. Uh, of course, Cricket will give us our rundown, and then we'll roll. I would like to preface today's episode <laughs> by adding a little context. Cricket ate an edible. <laughs> I smoked only a little, so I'm only like a little stupid. Um, so this episode should be interesting. We did that for the tie and cricket try event. Oh yeah, a yeah. New thing. Yeah, we want to tr- start trying stuff. Yeah. Uh, when like, the world you haven't tried anything in life. <laughs> no. Yeah, many things. All those cereals, we have to do that still. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Okay, I gotta get that in my Amazon order. Yeah, the cereals. Um, you're gonna make me try. You know, yoga, yoga and Pilates, acupuncture, all that Pilates. Shit. I'm not mad at acupuncture. Spin. Acupuncture seems like it would be cool. I think it would be relaxing. Uh-huh. Also, uh, Mark gave me a referral to his cryotherapy the red light. Oh, yeah. place, and they also do the red light therapy, so that's something else. And they have these crazy, like, compression sleeves for your entire leg. Oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah, so that's another thing we got to go try. All right. Well, our current events today, what's yours? Give us a Cliff's Notes title. Why weightlifting is cardio. Is. Is. Cardio. Capital I, capital S. I'm going to talk about the essential aspects of fitness right now. I love this article, so we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to ask each other questions while we're high because I've only been, I've only taken edibles, (laughs) I don't know how many times, but I'm practicing for my anxiety and trying to find that sweet spot. You're practicing taking edibles for your anxiety, trying to find a sweet spot. Mm -hmm. When do you get anxiety? Earthquakes, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a big problem for her, (laughs) I'm on a third floor right now, and I'm okay. really fuck her up. Y'all don't even know. Yeah, I can't handle it. I actually did okay with this last one, but yeah. I didn't sleep last night or the night before. Wow. So that's why I'm like... Tell, tell our something. listeners that story about your realization when you ran outside of your apartment and saw the young ladies who live next door. Wait, I gotta go through the myth. Okay, well, I'll do it after I say what the okay, myth is. Deal. You're gonna buzz the myth today. Yeah. You what should stretch before you work out. Absolutely. Easy. Easy work. I knew you would. Easy work. So, a year ago, did you know that that big earthquake was one year ago? You weren't... What were you doing? Were you in your place when the rolling one happened one year ago? I'm pretty sure. It, was, was there just one last year? Or there were there were multiple? two. The first one, you and I, we were all in the gym and we didn't feel it. Oh, okay. And so then, Chris ran over and was like, did y'all not feel that? Mm-hmm. So and it must have been the second later. one. Yeah. I remember the second one then because I, rem- I was in my room. It must have happened on a Sunday because I was in my room and Sunday I f- night. felt my bed rocking. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like every time this happens, this is the third time now. Takes a little bit. But it, yeah, it always takes me a second to realize. So my bed started rocking and I ran. Not ran. That's exaggerating. <laughs> I I got up quickly. And opened the door and like looked out to see if I don't I didn't know if one of my roommates was I don't know I didn't know what they were horsing around yeah (laughs) they better be wrestling or some shit what the fuck is going on and uh, I saw the lights were like swaying like you're uh, hanging what are those hanging lights called yeah whatever you call descending lights yeah they're not chandeliers no because we don't get on like that yeah okay anyway they were like swinging light fixtures light fixtures there you go (laughs) we're both high. Uh, that was when I realized. You were like, I this was is like, an earthquake. Yeah, and I was like, guys! <laughs> guys! Hello? 
Were, you, were they home? Victor you was. Alone? Okay. Victor was. And he just popped his head out of his room like, what? And I was like, you want what I actually said? Yeah. Nigga, you ain't feel that shit? <laughs> and he was like, no. <laughs> I was like, You're, you didn't, you don't see these lights moving. He was like, oh yeah, I guess they are moving. Like, There's a fucking earthquake. We got to go back to Texas. At least hurricanes, you get a warning. Tornadoes and hurricanes, you both get warnings. You get a good, decent head start to get away from it. These earthquakes just kind of... That was... This one was... Last year was nuts because when it happens further away, it feels like that, like a wave, Mm -hmm. right? And then this one that we had this year Mm -hmm. uh, was that it was closer, so that's why it was just like... Yeah. And can you imagine? So that was a 4.2, and John was... uh, John was telling Chris and I about the one that he was in in the 90s here that mm-hmm. was like a 6.1 and there the percentage increase he's like it lasted for about three minutes of what Jesus. that is can you imagine it probably no! took like three hours I know okay so this last one happened at 4.30 and I was supposed to be working out with my buddy here <laughs> but I had pressed snooze at 4.15 so then at 4.28 is when it's recorded the blinds just start I first see these and then I heard our bed and I was like babe he goes I got Benji (laughs) jolted up Uh I get Jane that's our thing and then we went to this wall because on the third floor we're like let's just get center and then we stopped it stopped and we were like let's go outside just in case something else is coming or it's a waving one we ran outside and we have three other neighbors condos here and they were all outside which was so comforting but a month ago, these beautiful 22 to 27-year-old. keep telling me how attractive they are. They are so pretty and so sweet. They moved in next door, um, and they ran out, and one of them's wearing this, like, cotton, uh, you know, negligee, like, really uh, Heather Gray negligee. She has that Alicia Silverstone hair that is straight and soft and just be flipped, like, run your fingers through it. The other one's in, like, this cute little cut-off sweater and some plaid boxers. And they're out, and they just look... That youth glow coming off of them at 4.30. <laughs> I am. What were I, you wearing? I have Jane under my arm. I have my long john pants on. I love long johns. They're comfortable. Like, white with the, the red threading. The only person... The only other person in my life that I've ever known... Who? Was my pop's. My father. Yeah, not Ebenezer Scrooge. Not Ebenezer Scrooge. That's the only other person I know to wear long johns. They're comfortable. I have my retainer in. I have my eye mask on. And right now I have bangs. So my eye mask slips under him and my bangs come up and over and on top like a, I don't know what you would call it, like an 80s Bon Jovi mess. (laughs) I had one zit cream over here on the right side of my cheek, just Uh. crusty and dried. Um, what else did I have going on? Oh, I have bright yellow earplugs and I had those and it was, I was a nightmare and I was like, please, Chris, don't look over there. Don't uh. look over there. Just understand what happens after a while. I stepped it up the last after, couple of nights. Yeah. You stepped your game up. Yeah. I like started wearing cute tanks and boxer shorts. I can't sleep. People sleep naked. I'm like, how do you sleep naked when shit could happen in the middle of the night? I sleep just in... Uh, either draws like shorts or and a, basketball shorts. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. That's what Chris sleeps in too and he had time to put on a shirt. I was like, this is unreal. How do you people do this? Well, I'm sorry you had to go through that. I hate earthquakes. 
Yeah. They're no fun. Anytime. During the day, I'm okay. Now, during the day, I'm okay. At night, that is the worst way to be woken up. Yeah. I wonder, did you hear anything about damage from this this one? I didn't. I didn't even look it up. It seems like uh, L.A. is pretty well structured now to deal with them when they happen. At um, that one? Yeah. My hometown just gets cut in half every time another hurricane comes through. You can't. The That is just so much destruction. Yeah. Anytime. And, and a small one is a storm. So, yeah, yeah you can't. That's crazy. Yep. All, All right. right. I can't wait to hear about this, Ty. You talk about what he is. You're lost. Oh, shit. He's I lost. Right. I don't have my phone. I can still keep it together. Wait. Hold on one second. This is a perfect amount right here. Fine. I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. All right. So, the yeah. essential aspect of fitness. I love this magazine, Club Solutions. We get it as fitness entrepreneurs and um, professionals owning a business. So, this article is talking about the rallying cry, how fitness leaders are joining together to stress the essential aspects of gyms and taking back control of the narrative surrounding the industry at large. Yes, yes, yes. It is... Oh, crap. Sorry. Okay, I'm going. It's in times of crisis that leaders show their true colors. Do you believe Mm, that? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, I need to get it together then. (laughs) Those in the fitness industry have stepped up in the light of the coronavirus pandemic, coming together to fight for their employees, members, and the health of their communities. Yes, yes. Simultaneously, these leaders are not only facing financial and operational challenges, but are also striving to overcome misconceptions about the industry's professionalism, cleanliness, and ability to keep customers safe. Come on. That's everything that I think we were like stressing out about and that we're having to repeat over and over again mm-hmm. to people is going, no, wait, we've we've always been clean and we can easily control it more so than other gyms. But yeah. this has led to a rallying cry in the industry revolving around the essential aspect of fitness business, aspects of fitness business, the importance of taking back control of the narrative surrounding the industry at large. Yes, yes. So as the pandemic unfolded, Ty, so did a debate surrounding the questions of whether or not gyms should be considered essential business. Well, essential is a tough term to put on it. Cause it is. If we talk about what's essential, a lot of the things we engage with every day are not, I'd say probably most of them aren't essential. Outside Agreed. of, again, food. Um, okay, but listen, this is where... So that McDonald's, it's right there. Right. Is open. Right. Which is, again, the why the term essential is so tough. Because it's like eh, McDonald's, uh, yeah, it's food. And in that way is essential. But is it really food, though? <laughs> okay. I get it. You know? I get where you're going. It's, it's going to have, if that's all that's open, we're all going to be dead anyway. You're saying it's dependent on one's perspective. It's so dependent that I think we should dispose of the term essential and yeah. come up with a, with a better term, a more fitting term for what I think everybody's actually concerned with, um, which is I would just run it through the lens of what businesses can be open reasonably, what places can reasonably be open right now where social distance and mask use can still be um maintained i think if you can do those things then you should be able to be open yeah if you can keep people safe with the precautions that we have i agree the other argument on the essential thing is that it's 
There are people who are going to say that business, whatever it is, let's say a, a nail salon, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody would probably put the term essential on a nail salon except for the people who work at the nail salon. And cricket. Okay. All right. I'm making a very great point right now, and you just... I interrupted. Oh Go ahead. God. The people who work at the nail salon, it's essential to them because that's how they put food on the table. That's very how they true. keep their lights on. That's how they pay their rent. So it's essential to them. So, is it essential? Uh, just wear a fucking mask and let these people do nails. Mm-hmm. You know, be clean, take temperatures, do all the reasonable things that you can do to protect yourself as much as possible. But again, based on the research, being holed up in your apartment all day is not good for you mm-hmm. for several reasons, oh, both mental, mental and yeah. physical, right? Um so people need to be getting out and exercise will help boost your immune system. We went through all that research this week on why obese people are more likely to catch coronavirus and also are more likely to develop severe symptoms. Yep. So people should be exercising in some capacity. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. I think the, that term essential just kind of throws everything into yeah you know i think you should go into politics i was thinking about this yesterday i was uh chris was like what would you what would your solution have been i was like i don't know i think i could have said (laughs) (laughs) i think i would have said hey everybody in the special populations that falls under these points stay home Uh everybody that can work wear your mask and work yeah. And then offer the stimulus that happened. And then he was like, but there's going to be people that just go, eh, I'll stay home. And I right. said, yeah, there will be. I think we would be in a better position even with those people staying home and other people being able to work, especially small businesses. Right. Yeah. I do. But you should be in politics. You think so? Yeah. Because I wouldn't, uh, you and Chris would look at that article and go, now, see, it's a term essential. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I do think. Perspective. I would, uh, I would love to debate some current yeah, politicians. Doing I that. would love to just get a crack at, I don't know, Newsom. Yeah, you would just argue for your oh, life. Oh, God. Oh, I oh, think I'd win. And hold babies. I think I'd win. I think you would too. I think I'd I'm being serious. I think in your 40s that you should start doing some, uh, man, I don't know, what's next? City man, council? What's when I'm first? 40, man. Oh, God help you all. He thinks that's a long time away. Well, it is. Nah. It's not going to feel like a long time. I feel like I'm probably just going to wake up tomorrow. You hear and something? It's gonna be... Sound like something's scratching. <laughs> Are you, you serious? Hear it? Yeah, it sounds like. I don't know. Maybe it's nope. the two dogs in here. They're just laying down. All right. Cricket's getting paranoid. She had two and a half uh, milligrams, y'all. It's perfect. I'm good. That's probably not enough to make Jane high. Jane would be a mess. <laughs> She'd be like, ah, I love to see Jane. Ah. She's been on CBD and all she, all you see is an animal trying to fight what's happening to her. <laughs> I will not relax. I well, refuse. Uh, okay, so what is cardio? What is what? What is cardio? You're asking me what it is. It is increasing your heart rate. Cardiovascular exercise. Cardio is simply any activity that requires an elevated heart rate and breathing rate to sustain. Well, why so, the fuck did you ask me? Uh, yes, you're right. Our muscles require oxygen to function. So, 
When we start using them hard enough and for long enough, we start breathing faster to get more oxygen into the system. Yeah. And our heart starts beating faster to pump that oxygen out to the muscles for them to use get it. it. Anything that engages this process is cardio. Okay. Any of it. That's why you can count some sexual activity as cardio. Good. I really want these open. Our poor listeners and their earbuds. Got it. Lord Jesus. Okay, you go. Are you going to be... No, I'm just going to keep it open for now. And the dogs are... Look, the dogs are They're already They're not going to get it. it. Lord have mercy. They're not going to get it. He's just going to smell it. Go ahead. Uh, anything I'm, that yeah. engages this process is cardio. And that includes lifting weights. Okay. Okay. I'm sick of the nonsense. Because say the definition of cardio again. Lifting weights is included because... Simply any activity that requires an elevated heart rate. You in the mic. Are you serious right now? There are people turning our podcast off right why, now. Why do I... My mouth is so dry. <laughs> I've had like three of these already. Stop eating. I'm going to have to edit this part out. No, let's keep it. No, people are really going to turn it off if they hear you chewing. I'll just stand back here. You can't hear me. Go ahead. All right. Anyway, any any activity that requires an elevated heart rate and breathing rate to sustain is considered cardio. Mm. This is why weightlifting is cardio. I'm fine when, you know, everyday average person uh, has this misconception because it makes sense. When personal trainers do it. It does bother me. I'm I was guilty of it for probably seven and a half years. The your cardio your heart. Think about it like this: your heart is not gonna differentiate between. Oh, he did ten squats. Doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, he's running outside. Now it counts. I'm not no. getting worked. No, the the your heart doesn't know the difference. All it knows is that it has to work. So again, it's oftentimes not a net. It's not good or bad. It's not uh, this or that. It's levels of degrees with fitness, usually. Um, Is straight running a better cardiovascular method? You're having a stroke. Is it going to make your cardio better than just standard weightlifting? Yes. Is weightlifting still classified under cardio? Absolutely. Now, are you talking about this because you don't like running? No. Okay. I'm talking about it because I get these comments all the time. Would and you go rollerblading st- with me? I mean, I don't want to. Wouldn't that be fun? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. That wasn't the answer I was thinking you could say. You can't see us just rollerblading with some headphones listening to music? Absolutely not. We could go to Venice Beach and do it on the pier together. Oh, that's so much fun. That's in our future. I know. You get this question all the time about cardio and weights. About when I wrote my 705 mile time up on the board, everybody went, how? You don't do cardio, motherfucker. I work out twice a day. I don't take five-minute rest breaks like every bodybuilder that you... That's not how weightlifting should work. With your program designs, not at all. Thank you. Uh Thank you. You're welcome. So weightlifting is classified as cardio Will it get you to a six-minute mile like doing standard running will? No, but it also confers the same heart health benefits. There are several studies just measuring weightlifting as the mode of exercise, and they confer the same heart health benefits as running. Exact same. Love it. 
help with high blood pressure to the same degree. Also, you have uh, with running does there are studies with cardio and running on bone density, but there's more proof long term for resistance training. More evidence. Evidence. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, you've always. I did take that out of an. It's a key distinction. An email that I wrote, like you were like, there's no proof of anything. Yeah, we don't deal in proof in science. Yeah, but like you can prove the world, the Earth is round. You. But then you don't need to study the earth being round is the is <sighs> the way I look at it. Right. Thanks. I don't we don't need to do a study on if I have a left hand or not because I have a left hand. Yeah, it's proof. So we don't need to talk about it further. Man, so when my you, mind is so blown. Right now. <laughs> so when you talk about optimal amount of protein to for muscle growth, then you can't ever get to a point where we say we have proof that this is the exact amount because then the question is over Then you don't study it anymore. I wish there was proof of God. That would be nice. There's some interesting stuff happening. We'll talk about this later. The Neuralink uh, and that neuroscientist. So scary, Tyler. And there's Nothing's interesting about the it. The New York Times just confirmed this crazy alien guy who's been s- screaming about aliens for years that everybody kind of wrote off. The New York Times confirmed one of his stories <gasps> that he told involving being pressed by the federal government over what he saw and all this kind of stuff. So, maybe... Did you watch the Unsolved Mysteries episode of Aliens yet on Netflix? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <gasps> it's fire. Well, it correlates with the... Um, remember when you were showing me <clears throat> the Navy released those videos? Yeah. of It correlates mm-hmm. with that. Like, when people... When that was happening, um, there are stories of the town where this was happening and mm-hmm. those alien sightings were. I do wonder, because it's like we have chimpanzees in cages and we study them, and to some degree they're not aware that they're being studied by this higher thinking Mm -hmm. group of creatures. So what if that's what those creatures are, right? We're being studied. We're being looked at. Because a lot of the, the reports were at weapons facilities, the reports of sightings that came along, all these weapons facilities, what if they're just peeking in and see what we got? I'm like, oh my God, they're doing good. They came up with nukes. We had that shit like 300 years ago. They're on a good track. Maybe. I don't know. Scary. All right. What do we got next? You're going to, oh, we're going to talk about being like the benefits of edibles and why we decided to do this. Why do you take edibles? I take edibles because it's the one consistent thing I've found that helps me sleep. Mm-hmm. When I'm back home, don't need them. Don't need anything. Shut the front door. I always, like growing up, my best friend would always make fun of me for this. I would sleep through everything. I could do. I, I slept through the Super Bowl where the Giants upset the Patriots and everybody in the room was screaming and I was in the I was on the couch passed I out. Sleep like that. I slept through all star games. I've slept through Super Bowls. I've slept through NBA Finals games. I've I've slept through it all growing up. Then I moved to Los Angeles. And I couldn't fall asleep. <laughs> Why do you think that is? I'd imagine just the, I don't feel comfortable quite somewhere in the back of my mind. I don't quite feel comfortable here. Mm. And I think I came here kind of with the mindset that this was just for a period. Or this was just for a time. And then I'll go back to home. Mm-hmm. That view is kind of shifting now. 
of course. So I don't know. Maybe I'll get more comfortable, but still up to this point, if I don't have an edible, I just have trouble sleeping. You don't think it's because of the much higher stimulus or stress? That's probably it is. That's probably it largely as well. And I think that probably speaks to the comfort. Yeah. Because life where I'm from just moves a lot slower. People move slower. They talk slower. They drive slower. Everything happens at a slower place. Uh, I do miss miss that too. Oh, you do? I do. I do. I like having both. That's why I want to financially get my weight up, so to speak, so I can go back and forth a little bit more than I am right now. Because I like, I value both things. I think they both help me in different ways. So, but yeah, LA, from the traffic to the, to the smog, to the assholes, (laughs) at least people where I'm from are sincere if they're, you know, if they're going to be a dick, they're just straight up about it. Yeah, At least I know. know where we stand. You don't find out yeah. on Instagram and a right. hashtag. Ugh. <laughs> Makes me sick. I strongly prefer just directly being told something. So, it's, that's a very good attribute. So that's why I take edibles. Now you only take them every so often. Yeah, I, I'm on a, this is once a month now and I wanted to get 2.5 to feel like I do right now I mm. feel very good the first time I was like kind of zoned out yeah mm. I couldn't even focus but this feels nice I just I'm with you on I've talked to Chris that getting out of Los Angeles needs to happen more for me mm. even going to my parents a few hours outside of town probably once a month is something I need because I desperately miss um, small town and I'm from not as small as you you're actually from smaller town than me what was your hometown? Is it Lafayette? Um, that was half of my life, which isn't small, but then the other half, we just lived on like 12 acres. Mm-hmm. So that was the part that I remember. That was home. Mm-hmm. You drove 30 minutes into school and it was bigger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I think it'll be something that I practice like every once in a while when I feel. <sighs> yeah, it's tough out here, man. Everybody's fucking losing it. And I think there's something uh, kind of unnatural about us all living on top of one another, all scrunched up. You got to have seven roommates in this bitch to make rent every month. It's not normal. It ain't natural. And I think that's why everybody's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. People back where I'm from, dude, anxiety, depression is not... Not as prevalent. It's not as prevalent. Amongst the people that I know back home versus the people that I know here... Uh, it's not, it's not nearly as prevalent. No, I know. And there is, yeah, maybe I'll, you know what I want to do? I always think of, have you ever been to Montana? No, it is. I, I've been to not as many States as I wish I would, but Maine and Montana stunning, Mm -hmm. gorgeous. And I've always, I'm always like, Hey, Chris, (laughs) he's like, what would we do there? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Please don't get me wrong. I love the, what this city offers. Mm-hmm. I do love the people. Yeah. I also love, and I think this is crucial for me, Chris is like, I try to run away. I like ignorance, and I try to run, and that's the biggest part of the country I miss is I'm like, I never saw a homeless person until moving here. That is true. I never saw somebody defecating on my walk to work. <laughs> we don't have homeless people where I'm from. The cost of living is so low that if every everybody I know even the poor people I know had at least an apartment and a car. Yep. It might have been a piece of shit car and a busted apartment, 
but they had an apartment usually by themselves like people don't do roommates yeah um i had a, girls we had roommates even in houston like that wasn't really a thing i lived in houston for three years three and a half years and I lived by myself the whole time. I got my first apartment at 19 by myself. Go, Ty. Paid the rent every month. And I look back on that, and I'm like, holy shit. I had no idea. I had no context. Yeah. That's another thing I feel like L.A. has That's offered me. Is very good. A lot more context. It's made me value all that stuff a lot more because I had no... When I first moved there, and they were like $600 a month for a studio... I was like six hundred here. No, in in Houston. Okay, and that was right down the street from the Galleria, that was on Westheimer. That's a good location. It's it's essentially the Glendale Galleria. It's okay. the same thing. So if you got if you got a studio apartment, wow, a right young by, man living in a studio apartment. So and it was six hundred, but I remember thinking, Jesus Christ, these people are crazy asking for six hundred dollars a month. My parents were paying that for their mortgage every month. My parents paid six hundred a month too. Oh my God, that's that hysterical. It's crazy. So I was again, I had no context. Now I wish I could get a place for six hundred a month. Oh, you couldn't. You couldn't even get enough roommates to do that. No, we we. It's three of us in a three bedroom, two bathroom, and we're still paying a stack a month each. Easy. I told my uncle. He was like, "How much is the rent?" Uh, where you're at? I was like a thousand. He was like a thought. Like y'all split it. <laughs> <laughs> y'all split it. So it's three hundred each. I said no. Uh, it's a stack each. He was like for the rent. And yeah, man. He was like, you know how much I paid between my mortgage, <laughs> my electric bill, the water, the gas, the trash. Uh. All the all the stuff. Yeah. I said, how much? He said, 700 And it's a little, I think it's a little high. <laughs> like, that's why I just don't know if, let's say everything works out like I'm planning, and I get my weight up, and I'm making good money in my 30s. I don't know if I'm going to want to purchase here. Okay, here, I, I think I can shed I'll some light on talk to Chris a little bit about this. Yeah, and he and I both had to have an agreement because we've almost bought a couple of times. And it's like you have to be able to pay all of it. The only people we know at our age who have gotten houses, their parents gifted them like 100000 120000 something to put down. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> <laughs> I love my folks, but <laughs> there's that's not coming out of Rick and Janet. happening. But we, were, we, wanna, we know what we want. And Chris and I, he's taught me something. He's, I used to think he was so cheap, but he's not. He's resourceful. Mm-hmm. Like this place, there's no way in hell we should be able to pay for it. But we moved something he was paying a lease for into it. We moved something we would be paying for down there and be mm-hmm. able to write stuff off, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like you, you have to be resource so resourceful in this city. Yeah. Or it's just money gone out the door or renting yep. out cars. Yeah. We're not using them. Go down to one car. Yeah. Be resourceful. Oh, you got that, Ty. Yeah. You're not, you're saying you wouldn't want to unless you had. Just the two mil to go right. there. Yeah, because yeah. I know how much I could I could live like a goddamn king in Texas. Even yeah, even, but damn it, Tyler, you got to go to freaking, you got to drive around California and realize why it costs so much. I know. I know why it costs so much. You didn't go to San to Diego. A, to you haven't degree. been to Santa Barbara. Like two hours away are some of the most beautiful places. It is gorgeous. 
taking you could take your kids to so many more places besides Lake fucking Grapevine yeah, in but Fort I'll, Worth. I'll just fly them out, man. We'll just fly out all this money I'm saving every month on rent, y'all, and gas. <laughs> that shit, gas was a dollar seventy five when I got home. I'm not exaggerating. A I have a dollar seventy five. I have my friends that I follow on social media that have their homes in Texas. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and their pools and their land. My brother and his now ex-wife got a, I think it's four bedroom, three bathroom, two story home, big backyard, big front yard, brand new. They were the first people in it. They sleep fine. <laughs> it's quiet. I think it was 400. I, you know, my argument for this, this is what I think you and I need to remember. Not to say anything against your brother, but I don't think I would make an impact on the world with my time here if I was if I didn't move out of where I was. Yeah. I know for a fact. Yeah. I wouldn't want to help clean up Los Angeles or figure out, make solutions for mm. a better world. Yeah. That was how I felt as well. I, I couldn't quite put like a finger on it, mm. but there was something at that time in both me and Cole that went, we gotta, we get gotta out. get out of here. Cause our hometown is just, every time I go back home, it's just the only thing in my hometown anymore are gas stations and donut shops and, and Cajun restaurants. But because we have the world's largest refinery in our hometown, and that's pretty much it now. Wow. That's it. So they have donut shops on every corner because at 4.30 a.m., there's a, a just a wave, a tsunami of people coming from the neighboring towns. To go to the refinery. To go to the refinery. Yeah. So they all stop and get coffee and donuts usually. Wow. And that's it. Even the downtown area, which used to be, you know, we had hotels and clubs and, you know, entertainment places, and now it's just all run down, and they're tearing down Hotel Sabine, which has been there probably 40, 50 years, something like that, to build an office for the refineries. Mm. It's that. So, but that's all right. Me and Cole going to make our, me, Cole, and Victor going to make our triumphant return, and we're going to, we're going to buy back our city. I like that. I like that idea a lot. It'll be mine. Yeah. I'll be mayor and yeah, shit. Go for it. I'm gonna run that bitch. Watch. Do it. All right. Bust What's our myth? myth? You should stretch before you work out. No, you shouldn't. That's it. <laughs> Why? All right. The research. Uh, performance in exercise, weightlifting exercises, has always been diminished by static stretching so let's say you're doing a barbell back squat you would normally be able to do 135 pounds for three sets of 10 with static stretching prior you probably won't be able to do as much volume which means less muscle growth and strength growth so not good from that perspective also again stretching does not work the way most people think it does hmm what you feel when you have tight quote-unquote muscles is not actually the muscle being tight it's your nervous system holding on for dear life it's a nervous system <laughs> trick essentially because you're not used to being in those positions or moving resistance through that range of motion so the nervous system is afraid essentially mm -hmm. it's holding on it's making sure you don't go into a position to where you'll tear something but i've said this before if you knocked me out cold Nobody would say I'm flexible that knows me. But if you knock me out cold, you can take my leg and put it behind my head. Nothing would tear. Nothing would dislocate. 
my body wouldn't resist it like I would if I was awake. Let's do it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, but yeah, so it's the nervous system. Muscles can elongate and contract to pretty long degrees very long there's also a large genetic factor when it comes to a person's mobility and range of motion yeah. typically women are a lot more flexible than men are we see it with the lovely randall family yes right? so flexible steve the dad will come in and he can put his he'll just throw his leg up <laughs> on the arm of the treadmill and it it fucks me up every, he looks like a ballerina every time he does it it fucks me up he just takes his legs and whoop, <laughs> sits it on the arm of the treadmill, he can put his head underneath his leg. He's he's and he's over six foot. Yeah, he's over six foot tall. He's fifty seven. That's incredible. Maybe fifty eight now. Uh, and Brooke, his daughter, also like she can just sit in a squat, ass to grass. Um, no issues at all. So it's definitely genetic. A part of it is genetic. Yeah, you can increase your range of motion. So if you want to get more flexible. I would say you need to move resistance because resistance actually elongates the muscles when you get into a stretch position. So let's say you want to be able to touch your toes, work on your deadlift and your good morning. Any hinging pattern where you have to keep a flat back, keep the weight light and keep trying to add range of motion. You saw me working with those lateral lunges uh, during quarantine and now I can just do it. Yeah. Now, I, I couldn't before. Now I can because I just did the exercise and it was that simple. So, again, stretching doesn't really work the way people think it does, first off. And second, it is detrimental to performance in exercise. So, dynamic stretching, which classifies as pretty much any exercise, squat, yeah, good mobility. morning, push up, overhead press, pipe, whatever, walk out, wide dancing, climber. dancing, yeah. Yeah. You don't dance. I do. No, I'm saying don't dance. Oh. Everybody else, you can dance for a warm up. You, no. Okay. All right. That's it. She's jerking. Lots of shoulders. Yeah, it's mostly shoulders. It's all in the shoulders. It's all shoulder. (laughs) It's all shoulders. No hips with cricket. All shoulder movement. God damn. It's perfect. All right. You heard it from. The brilliant man himself, Tyler. You should stretch before you work out. Uh-uh. Don't do it. Uh, all right, good. folks. I think that's it. Yeah. We, we are jocks at heart. Bench warmers in reality. We'll see you next week.